Pizza Hut. Celebrate Flag Day. Set off fireworks from Winds Bank Fireworks. Now open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. through Tuesday, June 14th. Fireworks are legal to set off on Flag Day only. Pittsburgh Paint, with over 135 years of product expertise, is now available at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. You will now find Pittsburgh Paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Pittsburgh Paint is a leader in quality and product innovation and built to perform for the job at hand. Now with two great paint brands, precise color matching, architectural and homeowner paints and coatings, plus a large inventory, it only makes sense to get your paint at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. At Frackleton's, we like to bring something new to the menu every few months, and it's that time again. So let's talk about one of our new dishes, Andy's Pasta Salad. A chilled pasta salad with shell noodles over roasted tomatoes, bacon and Italian Asiago cheese with a lemon basic dressing, and finished with two chicken strips and toasted lemon zest basil chiffonde. The best of the best out west. Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. Does your garage or parking space need a facelift? Hi, this is Brad at Prime Ray Motors, and the best way to spruce up your garage is a new car, truck, or SUV from Prime Ray Motors. Plus, we are looking to buy or trade locally owned cars, trucks, SUVs, trailers, tractors, four-wheelers, and side-by-sides. Cash or trade, Prime Ray Motors and the Super Trailer Store is interested in visiting with you about your pre-owned vehicle. Dress up that garage with a new vehicle from Prime Ray Motors, 2305 Coffee Avenue, here in Sheridan. As a business owner, you're always looking for ways to increase your market share. Do you have a marketing plan in place or want to revamp your current plan? Let us help. Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager of Sheridan Media. What if I told you that you could market your business on nine different radio stations? Partner with our print publication, The Country Bounty, which is directly mailed to nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of our digital products, as well as our websites, sharedomedia.com and sharedomwyoming.com. Let our creative and well-seasoned marketing professionals put together a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story. Call Sheridan Media today. 672-7421 or email sales at sharedamedia.com and let us go to work for you. Now that is a very unusual hat. I wonder what's under a hat such as that. Maybe it's a kind of hat wearing cat. I can see that you've got quite a mind for your age. You might know me from a Dr. Seuss page, but soon you can see me on the Wild Theater stage. Make sure to catch Susicle Jr. June 15th through 18th at 7 p.m. at the Wild Theater. Directed by Tyler Rogers and Stephanie Zukowski, Susicle Jr. features 60 young performers. For tickets, visit the Wild Theater box office or wildtheater.com today. Is it time to get down on one knee and ask her for her hand? At Legacy Diamond and Gems, finding her dream engagement ring just got easier. Legacy offers hundreds of styles in the store or explore their website for inspiration. Looking for a gorgeous and unique engagement ring? Legacy's in-house jewelers can bring your ideas to life with original craftsmanship and quality second to none. Legacy Diamond and Gems, downtown Sheridan, online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. 
Moss Holders Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Moss Holders' talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Moss Holders will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Moss Holders designers can get it done. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Join folks in the Sheridan area for an evening of caring concert to benefit Ukraine Thursday, June 30th at the Y.O. Theater. This concert will feature various local talents with the mission of providing humanitarian relief to the Ukrainian people, whether in Ukraine or wherever they fled to survive. The concert starts at 7 p.m. and tickets are $20 a person. Donations will be filtered through the YMCA World Service. For more information, call 307-752-2710. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. Hi, I'm Chad Axman with the Tongue River Valley Community Center. We would like to invite all youth, grades 1 through 12, to participate in our Missoula Children's Theater Camp, June 20th through the 25th. Participation is free, and our production this year will be The Jungle Book, with performances on Friday the 24th and Saturday the 25th. For more information, please give us a call at 307-655-9419, trvcc.org, or stop by the auditions at 10 a.m. on June 20th at Tongue River High School. The rodeo is a part of who we are. It's our history, our identity. But boy, this is not your granddaddy's rodeo anymore. The Y.O. is bigger, better, and bolder. Larger purses, tougher competition, and a whole lot of family fun. Come for a week of bright lights, high stakes, and a warm welcome unlike anywhere else in the world. You gotta be here to feel it. Get your tickets at SheridanYORodeo.com. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of springs. There's the kind that you wind up tighter than two coats of paint. There's the ones you pull apart and they spring back, and there's the kind you push together and they bounce back. And there's the kind of spring that is time to get your 4 before side-by-side tuned up for the year. Just call Handos and Joe will spring into action. Heck, he'll even come and get it. Tune it up, fix it up, even rev it up. 4 before spring tune-ups at Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Radio is a great career. Sheridan Media employs a number of people in various capacities, including advertising sales, news, promotions, business administration, and engineering. If you or your organization would like to know if there's a job opening at Sheridan Media, send your mailing address request to Bob Grammons, General Manager, Sheridan Media, P.O. Box 5086, Sheridan, Wyoming, 82801. We'll send a notice to your organization or group every time there's a full-time job opening. Sheridan Media is an equal opportunity employer. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. I want to take this time to thank Aaron Palmer sitting in for me on Public Pulse, and also congratulate everyone who won awards at the Wyoming Association of Broadcasters Convention this year. I am very proud to say that Sheridan Media did an amazing job in and was recognized for ads, photography, campaigns, and of course the news department. And joining me this morning is the site superintendent of three separate state historic sites. 
the Trail Inn, the LX Bar Ranch, and Fort Phil Kearney. Miss Sherry Shader. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. And thank you for being here. Now, uh, I want to welcome you back to the show. You're one of my favorite guests. Uh, uh, and, and you know, I, I knew that you were running two sites. I didn't know that you were running three. That's, that's pretty amazing. Thanks. It's, it's really fun. Now, uh, how did things go at the trail end during the Bots Sots horse sale? Uh, you know, what a beautiful place. Yes, thank you. Uh, it went really great. They, this uh, group that does the Bot Sots, Remount and Ike Sankey, they run such a well-organized show. And so it was held on our grounds and on the city property. There were over 450 people. I know I didn't count everybody who came, but I tried. And um, they had, I think, 38 or 39 horses that went up for sale. And it's just such a lovely event. It's very well organized. The people are great. It was a beautiful day for it. And us all around a success, I'd say. And, you know, I don't think there's any other place uh, where where you could get such a, a beautiful backdrop to show a horse and I was just wondering, is there a particular area up there at the trail end where you, you guys like to display the horses? Is it on a yeah. lawn, or do they use a barn? Um, so they all meet down at the county fairgrounds and then bring them down. And most of it's on city land, the Arboretum, and they set up some temporary uh, horse pens off to the side. And then the part that is um, the Arboretum that's immediately south of our south lawn, the hill kind of slopes down. There's a big open area in the middle, and that's where they do the actual bidding uh, over there. So the horse stalls are to the side. The bidding takes place in the middle, and then everybody goes back to the fairgrounds. Ah, man, beautiful place. When does the tourist season really pick up for you guys up there at the trail end? Well, we have two different types of tour seasons. We have school tour season, and we get all of the area kids in third and fourth grade um, to the mansion for guided tours in May. And then now in June, the summer season has really started, and you get the people who are um, coming through with their families on vacation, people who are visiting family in town, and they come up here. We also get a lot of tour buses right now um, on their route between the Black Hills and Yellowstone. They all stop here. And such a, again, this is a beautiful site. If you haven't gotten up there, uh, head on up there. It's got the Kendrick Mansion on it. We talk about this so much on the show. And coming up in July, if you haven't been there, at the trail end, you're going to have a summer evening at the mansion. Uh, Sherry, can you tell us a little bit about this event? Yes, we like to throw this event every year as our thank you to the public for supporting us. So it's a completely free event. We are open late. We normally close at 6, but from 6 to 8 on July 27th, it's a Wednesday evening, you can come in and tour the mansion for free. You can bring a picnic supper and eat out on the lawn. Our friends group, the Trailing Guilds, provides cookies and lemonade. You can also play badminton or croquet. We'll have that all set up. And then we usually have some live music playing on the south porch. So you can bring your chairs and, and get a little concert, too. It's a great event. Uh, you know, what a perfect outing for the family during summer. 
do you remember when this event first took place? Was Were you in charge? Did you, were you <laughs> yes. the one to put this together? Yes. So it was a group effort. So when we when the site turned 100 nine years ago, we had a huge two-day event, and people just really liked coming here and hanging out. And the feedback we received was that people wanted to do this all the time. Maybe not to that extent, but they wanted to come back and hang out at our place, which we we love. So we put together on a smaller scale probably seven or eight years ago this event. And so two hours, one summer night, come up, hang out, play games that, you know, they would have played 100 years ago here, enjoy the evening, and um, come visit the mansion again. And so we usually get a couple hundred people out. They stay for the entire time, and it's such a lovely evening. Now I know I know there's still some descendants of uh, the Kendrick mm-hmm. family, um, and and it, it, I always like to think that Mr. Kendrick would absolutely love uh, what the mansion's become, kind of kind of the jewel in the crown here at Sheridan. Uh, I uh, you know pretty much exactly what he kind of meant the place yeah. to be, but to now have the entire community involved in the area and to come up. And, and just have uh, residents and, and visitors up there on his lawn playing croquet. I think he would be quite happy about that. What, what do yeah. you think? I, I would agree. He did say um, that if his family ever ceased to stop using the mansion as their own private home, he hoped it would become a public institution such as a museum. And that's a quote. And so I think it's just great. And the family is very supportive. They um, share their stories with us and we're and – um, they every time they move or clean out a house or downsize or whatever, they'll say, "Oh, this came from Traylon. Would you be interested?" And it kind of makes me geek out because, <laughs> heck yeah, like I have a picture of that in this room from a hundred years ago. And so that's really exciting. And they're so generous with us. So we really appreciate their support. And through that support, people are getting a really authentic look at how this home looked when the Kendricks lived here in the 19 teens and 20s. And what a fantastic event. You get to go up there, and you can tour this mansion for free. Sherry, I got one more question about yeah. the mansion. I'll leave it alone, I promise. <laughs> um, when when the family donates these things, it, is it on loan, or, no. or is this – it it's belongs to the state historic site now? Yes, they are donating back to Trail End and Wyoming State Park, so it's here. Wow, that really yeah. is – that's really generous. It's uh, very special. And, you know, I – in a way, what a great benefit for them as well. Uh, you've got somebody who's up there guarding your legacy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Exactly. Wouldn't we yeah. all kind of like that, you know? Oh, I yeah, get, I got yeah. curators taking care of mom's Right. Uh, I get that comment a lot, actually, from other families. Like, dang, I wish our family had a museum. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. I'm telling yeah. you. All right. When we continue, we will uh, talk about Fort Phil Kearney, another site. Uh, that Miss Sherry Shada is actually in charge of. She's pretty amazing. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliasson Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliasson Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Security is offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Get your $1 any size hot coffee with caramel paired with a sausage McMuffin. Right now, buy one sausage McMuffin and get another one for just a dollar. Price of participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Now that is a very unusual hat. I wonder what's under a hat such as that. Maybe it's a kind of hat-wearing cat. I can see that you've got quite a mind for your age. You might know me from a Dr. Seuss page. But soon, you can see me on the Wild Theater stage. Make sure to catch Susico Jr. June 15th through 18th at 7 p.m. at the Wild Theater. Directed by Tyler Rogers and Stephanie Zukowski, Susico Jr. features 60 young performers. For tickets, visit the Wild Theater box office or wildtheater.com today. Hey Sheridan, it is finally race week for the Bighorn Trail Run, and we at Fremont Toyota of Sheridan are hosting a community-wide welcome party. Join us on Thursday the 16th at Whitney Commons for live music, food trucks, and activities for the entire family. Come on down and meet some of these incredible athletes who are running 100 miles in the Bighorns. The Stacy Page Memorial two-mile walk will take place between 3 to 5 p.m. and is free and open to the community. We look forward in welcoming back this great event to Sheridan. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Moss Holders Design Center knows one mattress does not fit everyone. That's why Moss Holders carries 21 different Serta mattresses. From super soft to incredibly firm, it's important you find the mattress that best fits your body and your sleep style. Moss Holders offers eye comfort and eye comfort hybrids, which conform to your body with high-quality memory foam, but don't sleep hot. Serta's perfect sleepers provide amazing support without breaking the budget. Moss Holders is also your source for new sheets, pillows, and adjustable bases. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliason Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting, and this morning I am with Sherry Shada. She is the site superintendent of three separate state historic sites, Trailend, LX Bar Ranch, and Fort Phil Kearney. Now, the largest of the three forts built along the Bozeman Trail, the Bloody Bozeman, leading to the gold fields up in Montana, Fort Phil Kearney was established by the U.S. Army on July 15th of 1866. Now, this is near present-day story. Along with Fort Reno, which was northeast of present-day Casey, and Fort C.F. Smith up in Montana, Fort Phil Kearney's original purpose was to protect freighters, gold prospectors, and other travelers along the Bloody Bozeman from attack by Plains Native Americans protecting their lands from further encroachment by both pioneers and the U.S. military. This is one of my favorite sites in Wyoming. It is rich with history and landmarks. And as a member of the Wyoming Army National Guard 1041st Engineer Company, under the 94th Troop Command, we proudly wore the image of Portuguese Phillips performing his heroic ride as a unit patch. 
Sherry, how long have you been the site superintendent up there at the fort? Uh, I took over at the end of January of this year. And and are the, what other sites around there are associated with the fort that we can visit? Yes, yeah, so there is the Fetterman uh, Battle Site, which is um, just a couple miles from the fort. Actually, if you come in off Exit 44 from the interstate, you would actually go to that site first if you wanted. And then there's the fort, and then there's the Lagenbach Site um, adjacent to Story, another battle site. And then Connor Battlefield Campground in Ranchester has a marker talking about the Connor Battle um, that took place out there. So, so much history up there. Uh, and it's one of those situations, you know, kind of like when I moved to Buffalo. I didn't realize how much history was in Buffalo until I started doing a little research. Fort Phil Kearney is one of those sites. Uh, I know we talk about it a lot here in the state. And sometimes I can't shut up about it. But but once you get to know everything that's happened up there mm-hmm. and the heroic deeds on both sides, uh, it, it it's just one of those sites that we should really, really cherish. Now, does the fort have events during the summer season? Yes, we do. We have our new educator, um, interpreter, uh, educational interpreter, Lindley Mayer, and she is putting together lots of sites, um, events at the site, and our friends group, the Bozeman Trail Association, also is doing a lot of um, events out there this summer. And so, um, let me see. Sorry if you can give no, me just go a ahead. second yeah, here. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to pull up our event list. Okay, so, and some of these events take place at the fort. Some of them take place um, uh, nearby at Kearney Hall. So, um, Tomorrow, June 14th, we have um, a program called Flags Flying High. It's going to take place at 10 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon. Just pay your regular site admission. It's $4 for Wyoming residents and kids are free. And so at 10 and 2, you can come and hear the special program. Um, and then site interpreters will be on site to talk about this, um, answer questions, give you more information um, before and after those events. And then on June 16th, we're really excited at Kearney Hall, we are having a program on the history of Native American languages and an introduction to the Arapaho language. Oh, wow. This is wow. taking place. I know. It's really incredible. This is taking place at 6 o'clock p.m. at Kearney Hall, which is on um, the way the, the fort. It's in between um, exit 44 and story, so you just get off that road. And uh, there's no there's no charge. It's put on by our friends group, and we're having some speakers, and that should be really, really interesting. And then on June 18th, we have a tour of the Fetterman Battlefield with former site superintendent Bob Wilson. That's from 1 to 3 and just requires regular site admission, $4.00. On June 20th, there's a program about how to pack a saddle, and we have a volunteer giving that program at 1 and 2 o'clock at the fort. And um, there's a lot that goes into that, and I don't know if people, if they've never had to pack a saddle, if they know 
what all goes into it. So that should be really interesting. And then on June 30th, we have a mystery program at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And it's a mystery to me, too, because I'm not the one doing it. So I really can't even give you any insight about what that'll be. But if you're there on June 30th at 10 or at 2, pay your regular side admission, and you'll get the bonus of a program. So um, we just have all these people who are really dedicated out there, and they are really working hard to bring you events all summer long. And that's just the June schedule. So if you check our Facebook page, Fort Phil Kearney, um, you, you can stay up to date on everything happening out there. And, and what an amazing place. And, you know, even I didn't even realize that there were so many events that yeah. take place up there. You want to know about history, you know, if you're a buff, kind of like, kind of like myself, head on up there and, and really check this stuff out. I, I can remember uh, my commander, uh, Colonel, Colonel Alcar, Colonel Steve Alcar, when he was running 94 Troop Command, he took a handful of us, and, and we got a private tour of all the sites up there at Fort Phil Kearney. Wow. Because, uh, you know, we were military, an arm of the military, and, and he would have me stand there. This is before you could pull everything up on your phone. Uh-huh. And so we had all this stuff printed out on paper, and he would just have me read history aloud as we went through each and every little site. And out of all the things that I've done in the military, that, that one I can say is easily in my top five of the most fun that I have had in uniform. Uh, again, this is one of those sites you could drive by it and never even know it's there. But once you're there, you learn so much, not just about Wyoming, but also the Montana goldfields, the, the Plains Native Americans here in our area. Uh, you know, the wars that took place and the heroics, like I said before, on both sides. Now, this really is, you know, one of those great places. And, and it, what what's involved in taking care of something like this? Sure. So um, we have 1,200 acres to maintain. Fort Phil Kearney was the largest stockaded fort west of the Mississippi. And, you know, it was burned in 1868 after the Army vacated it. So what we have is just a stockade wall, and so you can get the idea. And we've got the corners rebuilt of the fort. And you can see where the buildings were. Those are all laid out inside the fort. And and i got to tell you, as a, as a new hire out there, you know, I've been at Trail End for 17 years, but I'm just learning the history at the fort, too. And I am fascinated. You don't realize how big 17 acres of a stockade is until you visit, for example, Fort Kearney in Kearney, Nebraska, where the troops departed from when they came west. That place is tiny. <laughs> I mean, and I don't mean it in an insulting way. I just mean it's a lot to build these eight-foot-high, you know, uh, it's eight feet above ground stockaded walls, and there's not many buildings inside of it. And then you come out to Fort Phil, and it's huge. And so just thinking about what the soldiers, how many logs the wagon trains had to go and oh, yeah. um, bring in from story to create all of those stockades, and then... Um, so we don't we don't have um, the walls maintained, but we do have all the grounds, and so it's you know making sure the weeds are under control and that sites are mown and cleaned up so visitors can safely walk around and that our signs are readable and that we have knowledgeable staff in our interpretive center to give you that history. And I got to tell you, we have really great staff out there. They can answer about any question you have because <laughs> they are interested, they are dedicated, and they love to talk to people. 
Now, I, I, I told people a little bit about Portuguese Philip. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually on our arm when we went overseas. Uh, this man, a hero here within the state. A lot of people didn't know who he was when yeah. we would tell him, this is Portuguese Phillips. And and a lot of people didn't know who he was. Who was yeah. this man? What, right. So to, to talk about him, you kind of have to talk about the event leading up to it. Um, I'll try to make it brief. It's such a fascinating story. Uh, basically, <laughs> too long, didn't read version. He went and let um, the telegraph office and then Fort Laramie know that, 80, that soldiers had been um, attacked at Fort Phil Kearney. So the Fetterman fight is um, what we call it, or Fetterman Massacre. The um, Native Americans call it the Battle of a Hundred in, in the Hand because they had a medicine man predict how many casualties there would be. And he went out, you know, he, he had his visions, he came back and reported. And finally, when he said he had about a hundred in his hands, um, the, the forces on the Native American side decided, okay, yes, now's a good time to go attack. So um, soldiers left the fort to rescue a wagon party that was under attack. That was actually a decoy to get these soldiers away from the fort. Um, Native Americans uh, were up on the hill, including Crazy Horse, acting as decoys, luring these soldiers over the hill. They finally, and they had orders, don't go over that hill. We can't see you from the fort. They got lured over. They were attacked by about 2,000 Native American forces. This was the first time the U.S. had seen so many people band together to fight them um, who weren't already, you know, U.S. Army. And so that that's amazing. You talk about interesting history on both sides. And um, everybody uh, who went over from the fort did did die. There were about there were 81 people. And so that vision that the medicine man had about a hundred people dying was very accurate. Portuguese Phillips and um, some other and another guy rode through the night to get down to the telegraph station. And this is, um, you know, the temperatures in the negatives. It's the coldest winter on record. Even the Native American records say this. And so it was super, super cold. It was about negative 25. And he rode, he and um, John Dixon rode almost 200 miles they, at night, so extra cold, slept during the day to avoid detection, detection. They rode down to Fort Reno and then on to Horseshoe Station, sent word by telegraph to Omaha, and then um, Portuguese Phillips continued on another 40 miles to Fort Laramie, and I just have this visual. He arrives about 11 o'clock at night in a blizzard on Christmas night, interrupts the fort's Christmas dance. You know, just imagine this guy tumbling in. Oh, you know, yeah, dramatic, covered. right? <laughs> it's super dramatic. And he delivered the message that about 100 people had just been killed. And so... I think that and the vision and his reporting, anyway, the story gives me goosebumps. Um, yeah, and so he went down. He's the one that got word that the fort had been attacked. It was the largest attack that they saw. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, folks, I suggest if you, if, if you like this story, there's, there's, like, she, like she said, there's so much more to it. Get up there. Learn this information. Take advantage of your local history. It's it's one of the most heroic stories in in the military, in my opinion, and we proudly wore his patch. Uh, and I do believe the 94 Troop Command still proudly wears that patch. Portuguese Phillips on that run. Sherry, thank you for coming in today. I so greatly appreciate it. 
Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on. All right. When we return, we're going to speak with the Sheridan County Sportsman Association. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliasson Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliasson Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. Hi, this is Patrick from Harker Mellinger. Our advisory services are designed for entrepreneurs and small business owners so you can focus on your business. Our relationship is customized for what you want and need to ensure your business is as efficient as it should be. We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. The rodeo is a part of who we are. It's our history, our identity. But boy, this is not your granddaddy's rodeo anymore. The Y.O. is bigger, better, and bolder. Larger purses, tougher competition, and a whole lot of family fun. Come for a week of bright lights, high stakes, and a warm welcome unlike anywhere else in the world. You gotta be here to feel it. Get your tickets at SheridanYORodeo.com. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. Friends of the Sheridan County Library invite your family to the Storybook Festival and Fun Run Saturday, June 25th at 7.30 to noon at Whitney Commons Park. Enjoy for free local craft vendors, live music, a magic show, food trucks, family games, and so much more. If you'd like, come as your favorite storybook character. There's a small fee for the 1 mile and 5K. Thank you to our great sponsors, Rob Plumbing and Heating, First Federal Bank and Trust, Felix International, Sheridan Media, and RE Design Group. Hi, this is Sheridan County Under Sheriff Levi Dominguez. Last year, Sheriff Alan Thompson announced his retirement and endorsed my campaign to run for sheriff. I'm truly humbled for this opportunity and look forward to serving as your next sheriff with a focus on continuing a community approach to law enforcement, maintaining local, state, and federal partnerships, and leadership development and training for our staff. I would appreciate your vote August 16th. To learn more, please visit my website at levidominguezforsheriff.com or find me on social media. Paid for by Levi Dominguez for Sheriff. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by Eliasson Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. And for this part of the show, I am joined by Tracy Landis from the Sheridan County Sportsmen's Association and Ada Kirvin, the Director of Donor Relations out at the Sheridan Memorial Hospital. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Good, good thank you. Yeah, really good. Now, uh, 
Tracy, this is the first time I've had you on the show. Um, the Sheridan Sportsman's Association. I looked at uh, you guys' website a little bit this morning. This looks like a really fun place to go hang out, if you want the truth. Oh, uh, it's a great place. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, the Sportsman's Association is, uh, we have all kinds of activities, firing ranges. We have skeet, trap, five stand. We have pistol, long range, rifle. We have archery. Um Buffalo guns, black powder, you name it. I mean, we just have a, it's such a great facility for a town this size. Now, what's the difference between trap and skeet? Well, that's a good question. You you use shotguns for both, but trap has one house and skeet has two houses. Um, they are completely different. If you're a good trap shooter, doesn't necessarily mean you're a good skeet shooter. <laughs> I can talk from experience there. So what types uh, uh, of other activities can people participate? This is all pretty much like firing range stuff. Uh, it is. So if are there classes and lessons and stuff that we I can We do, yes. We have uh, basic pistol classes. We have um, CWC, which is the uh, Certified Carry Permit, CCW. Uh, we have those classes. We have uh, Women on Target, which is... Uh, it's completely for women, and we do pistol, shotgun, and rifles. And um, we have, let's see, hunter safety. We have, we just have all kinds of, of activities. Now, I really like that. Uh, you guys hold hunter safety out there. Do you hold other safety courses out there for well, like, all firearms of our, handling? Yes, all of our uh, firearm classes are safety courses. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Uh, so if somebody doesn't know anything about firearms at all, they just moved into town, maybe from an urban area, and they're like, you know, I kind of want to embrace this type of lifestyle. They could come to you and and learn just about anything that they needed. Well, it, it depends. <laughs> yes. Um, they can certainly get a hold of people at the club. For instance, on Sundays and Wednesday evenings, uh, trap is open to the public, and anybody can come up. I had a young man come up yesterday who'd never fired a shotgun, and so I worked with him and helped him and uh, taught him the safety and taught him how to shoot it. Oh, that's, see, that's amazing. You may have just kicked off a sportsman right there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> He's going to come back over and over again. Now, you also have, like, women's activities from when I we do. That looked awesome. Yes, Kathy Lundberg runs that, and... Uh, she, on once a month, there's there's an activity on a Tuesday evening. I believe this time it's pistol. I could be wrong. It could be rifle, shotgun, pistol. Um, she does works on cleaning firearms. Um, wow. Yeah, you just have to get on the website and and look because they are all on there. It's it's a we have a very dynamic board and uh, a really good club. So. It, how do I join? Is there is there an official membership? There is an official membership, and it's a hundred dollars, which um, includes access to all the ranges, and um, at any time. Well, no, I mean the outdoor ranges are open from dusk till dawn or dawn till dusk, and uh, but you can go in there because you'll get a key and and uh, use the ranges. Oh wow! Because you're a member, right? So you get a key and you can go in there and fire your weapons, and then. Uh, have a nice, safe environment to do that in, yes. which I absolutely love. Um, so if you have zero shooting experience, you want to learn 
the basics of firearms. There are classes. There are activities up there. We're going to switch subjects on you. About one in eight U.S. women, or approximately 13%, will develop invasive breast cancer over the course of their lifetime. In 2022 alone, an estimated well over 287,000 new cases of invasive breast cancer are expected to be diagnosed in women in the U.S., along with 51,400 new cases of non-invasive breast cancer. Research, treatment, and care, it's all very expensive. And, uh, Tracy, the Sheridan County Sportsman Association has an activity coming up that looks pretty fun, and it will also benefit this very, very worthy cause. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yes, on Saturday, actually this Saturday, June 18th, we have a cancer benefit trap shoot. And all proceeds go to the Welsh Cancer Center, which I can let Ada talk more about that. But anybody can come up and and shoot. We can, uh, I mean, we have 25, um, I guess 50 rounds that they have to shoot. And you just come up and it costs $40 per person or $200 per five-person team. If you don't have a team, you can just come and and register, and we can hopefully find you a team because we'll have individuals who come up and don't have a team. Right, and so you'll make a team out of those yes. those folks. Yes. Now, you did have some sponsors you wanted to mention, uh, and, and I want to get some recognition for these folks as well because they're, they're giving to a fantastic cause. Uh, so go ahead, please. Our largest contributor is Mr. Trash, which is uh, Bob and Charlotte Hamilton. And then we have other contributors, Sheridan Motor, Interior Images, D.A. Davidson, and along with Edward Jones, Powder River Energy, and Klingman Construction from Billings. Um, we have quite a few more, but um, and I could list them, but might get lost. <laughs> it's might get pretty lost, long. But yes. Um, but it, it, Sheridan County is so wonderful for um, supporting causes like this. Absolutely. No. Ada, where, where, tell me where this money goes and what it will be used for. Well, we're thrilled to be partnering with the Sheridan County Sportsmen's Association again, and we've been doing this for a number of years. They do an excellent job and uh, do provide this great service and safety of learning all of that. But the funds this year will go to the Welch Cancer Center, and it's really um, what all of the proceeds will support families and patients as they journey through this cancer process and as you said breast cancer specifically we do have a focus on that and we have a number of free services at our Welch Cancer Center that are provided by funds throughout the the state of Wyoming and the Wyoming Breast Cancer Initiative but we have a breast boutique at the cancer center that's free for all women who've been through breast cancer treatment and we're very um, proud of that I think and it's something that's pretty unusual for a community our size to have a cancer center like the Welch Cancer Center. Yeah, what a fantastic Mm -hmm. place. Can you tell me a little bit about the center itself? Sure. Uh, We we realized, I think the hospital board of trustees realized that we needed additional services here in Sheridan for all types of cancer. And so about 12 years ago, we started raising money for that. It was a huge community fundraising event, and we had Oh, close to 3,000 donors, I think, that helped us to build that center. And now it's fully staffed. We have an amazing team of um, care providers and nurses and uh, frontline staff. And I actually called over there today and talked to Delisa, our 
um, manager, and she just said the feedback that they get from family members and the patients that visit them is how fortunate they feel to be able to stay home and receive care right in their community and not have to be traveling out of town, out of state sometimes for really difficult period of time. And and some of those procedures, exhausting. Exhausting. And exhausting, you know, totally exhausting for the patient who's going through this process. And then, you know, we think of the family members and all of their um, their loved ones who are right there alongside them. So our center really is a family support center. We have a new clinical nurse navigator there, Lori Karajanis, who along with Delisa, the manager, and uh, Tommy Ritterbush, coordinate these services. But having a clinical navigator, I think, has changed the way that our patients are able to get through their journey. And she helps with absolutely everything. So many times a patient might have questions about getting in for other uh, clinics or, you know, they might have another issue that comes up during their treatment. Lori helps them with that. She also connects them to services in our community. So we have uh, many uh, other things going on that can help cancer patients and their families through this uh, through this journey and the YMCA, I think, of programs like that and um, working with other, uh, even dentists. You yeah. know, if a patient needs to get in and what, what does that patient need to do to make their treatment more successful? And, uh, and, of course, the bottom line is that early cancer screening and detection saves lives. It's it's not the only thing, so we talk about mammography a lot, but there are so many other kinds of cancer screenings. But really, as individuals, that's where we have some control over our health. Screening is somewhat, you know, it's it's pretty easy to access in our community. You call, you visit with your provider, you can call directly to scheduling to make a mammogram appointment. Wyoming is one of the lowest screening states in the state. I mean, really? In the country, sorry, in the really? United States. I like. I to did not know think that. it's because we're such independent people, <laughs> yeah, and we well, don't yeah. think we need help. Yep, I'm, I'll be fine. Right, I'll, I'll cut it fine. off with a knife, I'll be all right. I'll go next year yeah. or whatever that might be, but this is one thing people should really, I think, take advantage of and and call us and get their screening scheduled because it does, if we can catch cancer early in the process, the treatment is sometimes different and many times more successful for the patient if it's caught early. And, you know, it's it, we talk a lot about breast cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, our moms, our, our daughters, our aunts, our grandmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but guys, you've got to get in there and make sure that you're you're taken care of too. Yep. Prostate cancer, colon cancer, two, two cancers that get guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe it is that tough guy mentality, you know, where it's like, I'll be okay. Be okay. I'll fight through this pain. It's It'll go away in a week. Well, get in there because early detection, like you said, it's key. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely key. And uh, I love the fact that the, the Wells Cancer Center it helps with the families as well. Mm-hmm. And, and, and having someone with the knowledge to help you through this journey is one less thing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And as someone who's, whose mom passed away from cancer, I can Aww. tell you that having that one less thing, is, is it's like moving a mountain out of your way. It might seem like a little thing, but just one less thing to worry about when you've got all these other things to worry about is, is amazing. It is amazing. So, so this cause is, uh, is, is, I mean, it's one of the best out there. So, and plus you get to go out and have fun. 
you know, shooting some trap. Uh, what kind of competitions will there be? Oh, I don't know. Um, you know, last time we did this was three years ago, and we had 13 teams. I'm hoping we'll have at least that many. Um, that's five pe- people per team. Oh, that's great. Five members, yeah. It was wonderful. And uh, we give prizes to the first-place team. We give prizes to the last-place team. Very important. <laughs> it is very important. Um, we give prizes to the top youth team. And we give prizes to the top lady and to the top man. And, and I'm glad you brought up youth. Um, that's something that I actually saw in a, a couple of counties here in, in Wyoming. Youth trap teams that go out and even just to have fun. Uh, you know, I, I think maybe some are associated with other organizations going out to learn how to shoot trap and skeet. But I have seen in some of these counties kids that have come together, you know, and, and they're shooting competitively. And boy, oh boy, some of these kids are good. <laughs> I, I got they the opportunity are. to go out, and uh, I think it was photograph the 4-H shooting team yes. over in Johnson County. And holy cow, these kids were impressive just to mm-hmm. watch. So even just as a spectator, uh, could, it, could I attend this event as a spectator? Oh, anybody can attend. Yes. Oh, see, that's amazing. Yes. So you can go out and actually kind of learn a little bit more about this amazing sport. You can. Uh, which is something that I would like to learn more about. I ne- I didn't shoot, but I, I loved watching this. And I thought I always was that guy who was like, you know what, one day, one day I'm, I want to do that. Yeah. And so this is something that I would like to do. Now, you shoot uh, I do. trap. Yes, I do. Do you also shoot skeet? Um, on a good day. <laughs> I'm not great at it, but, you know, I hold my own. I yeah. do okay. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the things that uh, you really need to keep in mind when you're shooting? Because, I mean, to the average spectator, boy, those discs, they are going so fast. They are. Uh, how do you, how the heck do you track that thing in the air? You just got to keep your head in the game <laughs> but, and, and on the stock. That's the biggest thing. Keep your head down, watch the bird, and move your gun with it. And, and is, it, is it like an instinct, or is it just training, training, training? I, it, I think it's both. You know, some people, they can train and train and train and just don't quite get it. But <laughs> but then, you know, those we, we shoot a lot. Yeah. We shoot a lot. Um, those of us who, we shoot competitively, and um, so we go around the state and go, you know, Montana and... A lot of us go around and, and shoot at different places, and it's just, it's fun. You meet a lot of good people and yeah. have have a good time. You know, those shooting competitions are absolutely a, a, a joy to watch. Um, I got an Army brother I served with. He's he's the trainer for the Wyoming Army Guard shooting team right now, and they do great every year. And you would think, you know, sitting there watching soldiers in the prone, <laughs> you know, shoot at a target that you can't even see wouldn't be that entertaining. But it actually really is. And so this skeet shooting and this trap shooting, this is really something to see, folks, because you see all the action right there. And uh, like I said, these the, the reaction time of some of these folks is absolutely amazing. Yeah. So real quick, Tracy, one more time. I got to go, but how do I how do I contact you to join up you can contact me at 307-763-0207 or you can pick up um entry forms at bighorn trading chiptons sportsman's warehouse or rocky mountain discount and uh or just show up at eight o'clock or eight thirty on saturday 
Fantastic. Tracy, thank you. Uh, Ada, thank you. Great to Greatly be here. appreciate it. This has been Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. This is Eric Jacobson, partner at Eliasson Financial. I think we can all agree that living and working in Sheridan, Wyoming is an absolute privilege. At Eliasson Financial, we support our community through volunteerism, philanthropy, and making a positive economic impact. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. Hi, I'm Chad Axman with the Tongue River Valley Community Center. We would like to invite all youth grades 1 through 12 to participate in our Missoula Children's Theater Camp June 20th through the 25th. Participation is free, and our production this year will be The Jungle Book, with performances on Friday the 24th and Saturday the 25th. For more information, please give us a call at 307-655-9419, trvcc.org, or stop by the auditions at 10 a.m. on June 20th at Tongue River High School. Frackleton's brings you this set of the week from the dog and cat shelter. Burl is sweet-natured and kind to other animals. She loves attention and playing and is very good with children. Burl's the whole package. If she sounds like the dog for you, come and meet her today. Holly is a gorgeous kitty that loves to be close to people. If you're looking for a cat to nap on your lap, come and meet this beauty today. Your new best friend is waiting for you at the dog and cat shelter. You know, it doesn't take years of experience pouring over spreadsheets of other people's money to figure out that Wyoming doesn't have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem, and that's our money. Additionally, all of that experience is meaningless if your representative doesn't have a genuine conservative perspective and a backbone. I'm Ken Pendergrass. I'm a combat veteran because I chose to be. Married 40 years because I choose to be, and promises are meant to be kept. I'm a preacher because I'm called to be, and I'm a conservative Republican because I value those ideals that made this country great. This message is paid for by the committee to elect Ken Pendergrass to House District 29. I am Ken Pendergrass, and I'm asking for your vote on August 16. I approve this message, and you should too. Checks continue to be the subject of more fraud than any other form of payment. First Federal Bank and Trust will help you stay one step ahead with Positive Pay for Business. Our Positive Pay service detects fraudulent checks early and prevents them from being paid. We believe in avoiding the hassle of check fraud investigations so you can focus on the best parts of your business. Contact Kim Wells, First Federal's cash management officer, to get started with Positive Pay today. First Federal Bank and Trust, your partner in success. Member FDIC. Broadcasting from the Jill Bates Investing Studio. Brokered by EXP. K-R-O.